Hello, my name is Sam Adesuyi. I welcome you to the first episode of The Word and the Spirit, Twats. I'd like you to stay tuned as we begin to bring to you the Word of God that is meant to inspire and transform your life. Today, we'll be looking at uh, what I titled, Start from Where You Are, For You Have What It Takes. Start. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the privilege to hear from you. We ask that, Lord, as we receive this word today, your spirit will enter into us in the name of Jesus Christ. As many wounds will listen to this um, word, I pray that, Lord, it will inspire them, grant them the courage to set out and do that which they are destined to do. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'd like to start by saying that uh, no man is a mistake on earth. No man is an accident. Every man or woman was born with a purpose. And um, the purpose has been predetermined by God. I'd like to also say that um, our purpose is not for us to determine, but it is for us to discover. God determined the reason why he has sent us here on earth. All that we need to do is to discover that reason why he has sent us. He said to Jeremiah in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5, that before I formed thee in your mother's womb, I knew thee, and I have ordained you a prophet to the nation. There is what God has ordained you to be. Your, yours might be a medical doctor. Yours might be an evangelist. Yours might be a pastor. Yours might be a nurse. There is something particular the reason is the reason why God has brought you, uh, may sent you to the earth. And then, if you must live a fulfilled life, then the onus lies on you to discover that purpose. Now, we are not talking about discovering purpose today. We are looking at what it takes to start. I say start from where you are, from what it takes. You see, I discovered that several people, that several people on earth are moving without knowing the reason why they are created. But you know, the few that even, that have discovered their purpose, don't even know how to start. You know, because of some several factors around their lives. I want to talk on what I titled, what stops men before they start. You know, we say start from where you are. But there are some factors that can stop a man before he starts, before he sets out to do that which God has created him for. Before he begins to manifest the purpose and plans of God for his life. There are several factors that can hinder a man from embarking on a journey to greatness. Now these factors make the man to wait until he is frustrated and discouraged. If he is not careful, he will be delaying himself, thinking he is waiting on God. It is true that the Bible teaches us the doctrine of divine delay. You know, times when God allows a man to wait so that he could learn one or two things that will help him in life and destiny. You know, at times as this, however, you should pray well. To know whether God is asking you to wait 
or whether he's, he wants you to take a step of faith. The one we usually call bold step. So you have to be sure that God is actually asking you to wait. Otherwise, you need to take the step of faith. Why is it a step of faith? Because at the time when you need to take that decision to start, you may not have what it takes to start. You may not have the resources to start. So you need to take the bold step. When the children of Israel got to the Red Sea and God asked that the sea be parted, I need you to know that they didn't wait until the sea parted before they moved in. Once the road was stretched, the first person put his step on the sea and then the sea parted. So for you, you might need to take the first step for the sea that is standing before you to part. So if God is saying, wait, do it patiently, yet prayerfully. But if not, please take a bold step because nothing will happen until you make it happen. Most times, things don't move until we move them. Amen. Every object will remain in the state of inertia until an external force acts on it. Your faith is that external force. If you don't act on that dream of yours, it will remain a potential. It will remain a potential. There are things that would slow you down and make you miss out of God's plan and purposes for your life. If you are not watchful, amen. Now these are the things that stop a man from starting up. I would like us to look at those things one after the other, as God will help us. The first thing that can stop a man from starting or from setting out to do that which God has ordained him to do is small beginning one of the greatest factors that man that make a man not to take a step towards achieving his goal in life is when he considers what he has to be small listen to me you may not need to have everything needed for that dream before you start and so when a man begins to consider that what he has at his disposal is small, then he will be discouraged to start. Naturally, every man would like to consider what he has at his disposal before embarking on any project. That is very correct. In fact, Jesus also established this assertion when he said that every man must first sit down to count his cost that every man must first sit up to count his cost before embarking on the building project. Now, whether he has the resources to complete it or not, as a builder, I know that it is good you have resources before you embark on a project. Because the longer you spend on the project, the higher the cost. But sometimes when you do not have the needed resources, yet, you may be expected to act in faith if you must write your name on the footprint of life. Amen. Now listen to me. Your faith, however, should not be based on nothing. 
Yes, even though we say you act in faith, your faith should not be based on nothing. It must stand primarily upon the word of God. Yes, the word of God has a capacity to create and to recreate. The Bible says that all things were made by him, that nothing was made, you know, without him that was made. And so the basis of our faith must be must be upon the word of God. Praise the Lord. After all, the word of the world and everything in it, including you and I, were made by the word. So do not think you can create, you know, or make any lasting impact outside the word of God. When I say lasting impact, I mean I do not only mean the kind that will outlive you, but the one that would also speak for you hereafter. And listen to me, it is not a crime. Neither is it out of place for you to start small. It's not. Now, you may have a dream of something very big. But there is nothing wrong in starting small. Look at what the Bible says. In Job chapter 8 verse 7. Job chapter 8 verse 7. The Bible says, Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. Listen to me. No matter how big you think it is, every beginning is always small. Should I tell you something? Even the world started small. You know, God started with two men, in short, with a man. With a man, Adam. And God created, formed Adam. And you know, then from Adam, God brought Eve, husband and wife. That is how the world started. Or that is how mankind started. But you know what? Today we have over 7 billion people on earth. And it started with just a man. So, it is, it is not wrong to start small. So, when you begin to think that you, 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 need to, you, need to, you need to start big, then you will be delaying. So, it is not bad when you start small. Not at all. It is bad only if you do not increase. You see, if you look at that scripture again, you say, later your later yet your later end will increase abundantly. In fact, God does not start his things big. Yes, that's the truth. It does not start his things big. That you are starting small is just an indication that God is with you and that it will have an eternal impact. Amen. That you only have small resources to start is good enough to assure you of a better end. And that should spur you to want to get better and bigger. It will interest you to know that what you have is not as important as who you are. Now look at Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 8a. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 verse 8. The Bible says the end of a thing is better than its beginning now your focus should always be on the end don't allow the beginning distract you don't allow the beginning discourage you let your focus be on where god is taking you to and if you can only focus on where god is taking you to then you will not have problem or difficulty in starting Praise the Lord. The end of a thing, whether it is your life, 
ministry career should be better so when you look at where you are starting from what you should see is where you are going to it is better to start small and end big than to end small even though you started big see what god said god's word said in proverbs 4 verse 18 proverbs 4 18 the bible says the path of the righteous is like the gleam of dawn shining ever brighter than the full light of day now that is the path that god has created for the righteous that we become better by the day so when you start small and your focus is on where you are going you are growing you are becoming better that is how it should be the kingdom principle is for the righteous to start small and then keep growing brighter until he leaves the same amen now the progress is from the gleam of the dawn to brightness of the full light of day maybe i should ask you oh man of god whether we can trace when you were a boy of god who wind you where did you start from how did you come about what you are doing now are you sure you did not steal someone else's labor because you do not want to start small are you sure one reason why people steal people steal, or some other people's labor is because they don't want to start small they want to start big you want to start a church for instance you want to start something big and so you just you just run you, you leave a church and then take their members make sure you you answer those questions sincerely and then restitute if you have to start from the scratch if you have to and keep scratching until you get to the desired point in life and ministry i like to say it again that there's nothing wrong to start small and in fact if you don't want to start small then you will not be able to start praise the lord so what holds in the kingdom is to begin from little and then progress to large we can establish that from the parable of the mustard seed that jesus christ told his disciples in matthew chapter 13 verse 31 to 32 matthew 13 31 to 32 let's read another parable he put forth to them saying the kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and sowed in his field which indeed is the least of all the seed but when it is grown it is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches may the lord bless his word in our hearts in jesus name now the mustard seed is considered to be the least of all seeds yet that is how the kingdom of heaven begins in a man's life praise the lord except it is not sold but once it is sold the, it grows into a tree large enough for birds to nest in its branches so your mustard seed may be so small that you can take it with a finger if you sow it it will surely grow into a tree that you would not be able to carry with the whole of your hands it may be so small that even an ant 
can carry it. But when it grows into a tree, it will be so large that all kinds of birds of the air will come and nest in it, in its branches. Now, what you have at the moment may not suffice. But if only you will not despise it, it will grow to be more than enough for you and generations to come. This is a kingdom principle that cannot be altered. Amen. Don't look down on what you have. When you do that, you do that at the peril of you starting what you need to start. You see, one morning I was going through our daily manner, a devotional booklet by um, for champions, written by Reverend Dr. Chris E. Wapuwe. And I found the right talk of that day, 6th September 2013, useful for this discussion. It was titled, All Little Things, I Am Sure It Will Bless You. Now, look at this thing. You say, despite not the days of little beginnings, little things grow to become big. Big things turn into bigger things, and bigger to biggest. All started from the little. A child turns a father of a man someday. Little things must not be despised. He who despise the little may not see it grow big. Despisers of little efforts are effortless. Respect all little beginnings. All things big, bigger and biggest, shall in one day turn. Little or nothing, vanity, since they all started from little. You see, you will never do great things if you can't do small things in a great way. You can't do small things. Then, great things will only be in your dreams and imagination. In fact, according to the word of Ralph Waldorf Emerson, he said the big jobs usually go to the men who prove the ability to outgrow the small ones. Yes, big jobs. Big jobs normally go to men that have proven the ability in a small one. You remember the story of the a uh, uh, master and a servant. The Bible says that the master was to go on a journey and he gave one of his servants false talents, five talents, sorry. He gave the second two talents and then the third one he gave one talent according to their ability, according to their capacity. And then he expected them, you know, to profit with it. And as soon as he left, they all went to work. But the one that was given one, consider his master to be wicked, who wants to live from where he has not soon, went and hid the talent. Whereas those with five, the one with five and the one with two, went and traded with their talent, profited with it, and doubled it. And when the master came, you know, he praised them for that. And you know what he did? He increased the ability. The one that profited and got five more, he gave him the five, and he became ten. And that's how life is. When you are not faithful with the small, 
that you have then you have disqualified yourself from turning into big so i like to encourage you this uh, moment this day do not despise the day of little beginning yes do not despise the day of little beginning don't allow the fact that you don't have enough to discourage you from starting don't allow that make sure that you start even if your resources is small there are several patriarchs in the bible that we can refer to who started small you know the Abraham started without his seed but followed god and trusted him all the way and they became the father of many generations now any time anyone gives his life to christ today it becomes a seed of abraham but he started with, with nothing though he did not have a child he kept working with god praise the lord and that's how it is look at elijah elisha elisha in second Kings chapter 4 verse 42 to 44 Second Kings 4.42-44 A man came from Baal Shalisha, bringing the man of God 20 loaves of barley bread, baked from the first ripe grain, along with some heads of new grain. Give it to the people to eat, for this is what the Lord says, they will eat and have some leftover. Then he set it before them, and they ate and have some leftover according to the word of god now there were 100 prophets that came to visit him a hundred prophets he had just 20 loaves of barley that the man from salisha gave to him but it was not going to be enough to feed the prophets 20 for 100. when the midst of this insufficiency elijah did not give up he stood upon the word of god and acted on it even though the circumstance was contrary. He took the step of faith and then got the result. He was not afraid to have the bread shared among the hundred men because he had a word from God. And that was why when I started, I said, your faith must be based on God's word. Amen. So, that thing that you have may be little, if you have a notch in your spirit to start, start, it will go around. It will go around. You want to start a business, you don't have enough. Just start with what you have. Start in a little, a little way you can start. What you have in mind is a supermarket. Start by having a kiosk and grow it into a supermarket. Jesus Christ is another example. Jesus started his ministry raising 12 men that increased to 70 then 120 and now he has numerous followers he had the whole world in mind yet he did not despise the 12. in fact he started with just one andrew who later introduced his brother simon called peter to jesus so he poured his life on those 12 12 disciples that men called them christian without any prior introduction jesus labored on them that they were able to go on with the commission after he left the earth. 
you may have a few number of people in your congregation. Don't be discouraged. Just do the work faithfully and see God increasing the work in your hands. Praise God. God the Father. God the Father also. Have you not wondered why God did not make man to fill the earth the way he asked the sea to be filled with all kinds of fishes? God has the capacity to say, let the head be filled with human beings. But why did he just create the man, Adam, and then his wife, Eve, out of the, out of the man? He wanted to set a principle to the human race that establishes the mystery of a small beginning. He started the creation of the human race from Adam to Eve, and then from Adam and Eve, the number kept increasing up till now, with over 7 billion humans on earth. So even creation started small. Praise God. So, what is your excuse not to start? If you consider the little resources that you have, if you consider the fact that you don't have enough to start, then you may not start at all. Don't wait and be waiting for a conducive uh, uh, atmosphere. How do I put it down? Don't wait. Don't wait for a perfect circumstance. Start with what you have. And that's the message today. Um, by next week, we're going to look at the second thing that can stop a man before he starts. Don't allow the fact that what you have is little stop you from starting. Take a bold step this week. That thing that you have procrastinated, that thing that you have believed, that thing that you have you have you have, you have refused to touch because you have not gotten enough. It's time to take a bold step of faith. Take it, commit it to God, and let God grant you the grace. You know, to increase and grow. I like to pray for you as a round of this moment. That the Lord will open your eyes for those who have not discovered purpose to see that which He has called you to do. And those who have one mandate, one assignment to do that to do, and they are waiting until they have everything complete. I pray that God will grant you the faith to take a step and begin that with God has committed into your heart. And the grace to grow your business, the grace to grow your ministry, and grow whatever it is that God has laid in your heart in your hand. Let that grace rest upon you now. In the name of Jesus Christ. It is well with you. Thank you, Father, for this word. Let the word bear fruit in our hearts and our lives. Let it bring about transformation. Let it bring about deliverance. Let it take us to the next level and next phase of our destiny. In the name of Jesus Christ. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, thank you. For listening to me I, i'm sure you have been blessed i'd like you to um watch out for the part two of this um, teaching i'd like you to go to my facebook page you know and then um, follow me on facebook you could, can look for some adesui or words of faith and good doctrine ministry you can also follow me on um, our daily benefits god bless you Stay blessed until we meet again. Amen.